It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Alec trying to steer around, picked off, centered, they score! Feather back over to Manny, splits the defense, his shot, he scores! Back in his own end there was Shillington, on collision, VL, centering feed, they score! This is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Sharks AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. Here are your hosts, Nick Nolenberger and Joey Goldstein. Hello and welcome to another edition of CUDA Confidential the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda. I'm Nick Nolenberger. In last week's episode, we were joined by Barracuda forward Johnny Brodzinski for part one of our two-part conversation with the Ham Lake, Minnesota native. Without further ado, we'll send it to the second half of our conversation. I know growing up, I I had two younger brothers, and all we did was battle, play mini hockey with the, the mini sticks and things like that I mean, what kind of battles do you and your brothers go through yeah. as children and how I, intense did they get i wish you could see our unfinished basement of our old house it is bad there's holes in the walls there's as we had a it was fairly big i want to say it was uh it was probably the size of a, a neutral zone for a hockey rink for a basement and we would play full contact we had bigger mini hockey sticks, so they kind of came up to our chest, and then we would just run, and it would just be me and Bryce, because I was always the oldest and youngest, and the two middle ones were together. Uh, Bryce would play goalie, Easton would play goalie, and me and Michael would just go out there and just hammer each other into the walls. <laughs> we, it was it was the most dangerous when it'd come around like Christmas time and Thanksgiving, because we'd have all of our family over, and I think the entire Brodzinski family is consists of maybe two girls and probably 15 boys so when we get everybody together and i'm the oldest in the entire family so it's boys younger than me so it's just uh it was pretty crazy around that time lots of line brawls so yeah. when your mom's upstairs let's say hypothetically she's up uh you know upstairs doing doing some doing something and she hears you guys battling downstairs who was the first one to run down was it your mom or was it your dad going down to discipline it and settle down the group down there there was actually probably 20 stairs to get downstairs so it'd always just be a door <laughs> open and just yell down the stairs like unless somebody came upstairs crying they usually didn't come down they just would just like hey keep it down or something but it was yeah we would shut off the lights downstairs too and just strap pillows to our chests and (laughs) just sprint around and just like just run into each other it's just crazy do you guys ever go back uh during the holidays or anything and you go down there kind of stick hand a little bit or do anything like that for old time's sake no we actually we moved out of that house probably uh six years ago um so yeah we got out of there moved into uh they downsized because they were losing all four boys so um, yeah, I got out of there, but that was uh, definitely a lot of memories in that basement. You always see, like, with your little brother, the, the eyes start to well up. Don't tell mom, don't tell mom. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have, like, of the four of you, was there always one who's like, he would always go and rat out the rest of the group? I think it was Easton. Easton was always the guy who was, uh, we didn't really pick on Bryce too much just because he was the youngest. And uh, I think Easton always kind of got the brunt of everything, is me and Michael kind of uh, picking on him a little bit. But, uh, yeah, he was kind of always the one to go to tell mom, and we were always like, hey, like, no, 
Don't tell her. Don't, don't tell her. Don't tell her. Yeah. Don't cry. Don't cry. Like, punch You're okay. Me, punch me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, that's that. That's a that's a line that we use all the time. Yeah. Your brother starts Just, crying. No, you can punch me. <laughs> you can punch me. Don't go tell mom. You yeah. What's me. worse, she going to tell mom or 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 taking the the brunt and, and just sucking it up? Because if you go tell mom, then you're you yeah, know, you're, you ruin the fun for yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be forgotten. <laughs> um, Going back to, you know, I guess it was the 2015-16 season, I believe, when, when Mike was, you know, here in San Jose, you were down in Ontario, and you guys got that, that pro game against one another. What was that experience like? Uh, we've actually already experienced that because we played against each other in college, too. Um, so I think that was, uh, you know, going from rival teams in Minnesota to then rival teams in California. Um, you know, played, played against each other maybe f- three or four times before that. Um, but at the pro level, I think it's a little bit different because you're, uh, you know, college, you're kind of solidified in an organization. Um, here you're kind of fighting for a job every single day. So, um, you know, going into battles in a corner and kind of whoever comes out with it is the one that's going to be looking good. And then whoever doesn't come out, you're, uh, you might be sitting the next game. So it's, uh, it's definitely a different experience. Well, you got Mike being a defenseman. You're a forward. Did you guys ever compete? And it's almost like in, with your guys' clan, with everybody playing at the level that you did, it's like iron sharpens iron. You guys all made each other better players. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did you and Mike have some good one-on-ones um, as youngsters? Just because, again, you got a defenseman. You guys are close um, to the same age. He's mm-hmm. a little bit younger. But what kind of battles did you two have? Yeah, we would uh, We try at least all, like every summer we're skating with each other. Uh, you know, three, four times a week. So, um, and we just try to make each other better every time, time we get out there. We're doing one-on-one drills all the time. And, uh, you know, two-on-two with me and my brothers, we'll get uh, one of our close buddies, Packy Munson. He's uh, actually playing with Michael now in Orlando. Um, we'll get him out there to be a goalie and we just play two-on-two and uh, we have some pretty fun games. That's a heck of a name too, Packy Munson. That's a good that's name. That's right there. Um, what type of uh, pond hockey experiences do you guys have with kids? I mean, we just out here in California, I mean, I guess maybe that's just an automatic thought that you guys play pond yeah. hockey, but I would assume you guys got out on the pond at some point. Um, what were those experiences like? I grew up in Ham Lake, Minnesota. We had a uh, Happy Acres, it was called. Um, it was uh, like a small, uh, smaller, like public rink with no boards, and then it had three full sheets um, with boards. Um, and pretty much every winter we'd get out there, you know, 20, 30 times, um, dad would just drop us off midday and then come pick us up later in the night. Uh, we'd spend five, six hours out there. So it was always a good time. Bring a shovel down, have to clear it off yourself type deal. Yeah. They they actually had a Zamboni there. So he'd he'd come out probably only once a day. So it'd get very snowy, very quick and Mm -hmm. there was no way of getting it off. But, um, yeah, we just call all of our buddies and tell everybody to get down there today at some point and just met them all down there. Yep, I know that. That's what we mm-hmm. did back home, back Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Everybody bring a shovel, we'll play, and then basically spend the entire day down there. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's some easy entertainment for your mom. Probably happy to get a, get you guys out of the house, <laughs> yeah. too. Jeez. Um, you know, big news this year, of course, was the the birth of uh, your first child. You you welcomed in a yep. uh, a baby girl and um, healthy, happy. Your wife's doing great. Yep. Um, how's fatherhood been for you? It's been good. Not a lot of sleep, <laughs> but it's been good. Um, yeah, we kind of uh, we got a good good situation now where we uh, we actually rented a a house from a family that was just moving to Florida, and they actually had a newborn um, pretty much right before they moved. So just a two bedroom and the other bedroom was a nursery. So we kind of got pretty lucky with that. Um, worked out perfect. And, uh, 
I take the take the early shift at night. I go like eight eight to twelve, eight to two a.m. Uh, on non-game nights, and she takes after that. Lucy uh, is the name. Lucille is the is the full name. Where do you guys uh, where do you come up with the name? It's all Lauren. It's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, a name that she liked, and it was the one of eight the, of the names that I liked. So uh, I was like, yeah, this this one's fine. She's like, okay, perfect. That's the name. Nothing, uh, no family relation or anything like that. How excited? I mean, I, I know your parents were in town this past weekend, and, and I think she said her her mom or her dad came out uh, once, but they're coming out again soon. I mean, how excited just is the family to have first grandchild? A girl, too. Yeah, first, first girl, too, for my parents. It's uh, they, My dad always wanted a girl, and he had four boys. Um, so they, uh, they were so excited um, getting down here, and uh, you could see right away in my dad's face that he was, uh, you know, pretty pumped up, and uh, he's already talking about her her draft year and <laughs> when she's going to go to <laughs> women's hockey league. Well, it's getting bigger and bigger. The women's game is growing, yep. so um, I mean, can't imagine what it'll be in, in fifteen or so years. Right. But um, you know what? What is really big nowadays is gender reveals. Do you do anything uh, special to reveal uh, the gender? Yeah, we had probably fifty or sixty people over at our house. We just bought a house in Andover, Minnesota. Um, had our whole family over, a uh, bunch of close family and friends, and uh, we actually did the uh, slap shot with a puck, and the puck just blew up, uh, blew her pink, um, and that was uh, that was pretty special. Where do you get something family. like that? Uh, Lauren found it online, so I'm probably on Pinterest or something like that. That's where she finds all of her ideas. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, just take a slap shot at this plastic puck and then big puff of pink smoke blew up in the air. And we just kept the stick because it has the pink powder on it over it so i think every kid we're going to do something like that and just keep whatever we uh, we hit it with well we've seen some gender reveals with baseballs where guys whiff on it and yeah. they don't even connect and then it hits the floor and it explodes <laughs> um i mean i'm sure you, you knew you were going to hit the puck when you went to take a little half slapper but were there any nerves just on what it would be and what was going to be the outcome yeah, do you have any like were you, did you have any like right before you about to step up were you hoping for a girl were you hoping for a boy like what was going through your head i think I mean, I know a lot of guys probably hope for a boy. So that's kind of what I was like right away. I was like, I just want a boy right away to kind of protect the younger sisters. And I always want, I want a boy and a girl for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I was on team boy. Lauren was on team girl. And we kind of had this big uh, thing when, as soon as you walked into the house, you either pick team boy or team girl. And then you're wearing a blue or pink ribbon the whole day. And then uh, kind of had wagers on it the whole day. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, good stuff. You got anything else, Joe? I mean, no, I think, I mean, we covered a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess what, one thing we always like to ask the guys, you know, obviously you're a father now, so time is at a, a, a premium, but before, you know, before Lucy came along, what were you and Lauren doing to kind of enjoy the area? There's so much to do mm -hmm. in the Bay area. I mean, what were you guys doing to kind of keep yourselves busy and sightseeing and whatnot? Uh, well, Lauren actually, she got a job out here, so, um, she was pretty busy with that. And then she had, uh, she's actually going to, uh, NP school right now online. Um, so her days are like, are very busy. She's doing, uh, you know, she's got six, 700 pages to read every two weeks. <laughs> so, um, she's very busy with that. And then she's got a class every Tuesday, Thursday, um, you know, two to two to five and then seven to nine. So, um, she's pretty busy all the time, but when we, we can, we just try to, you know, get out and try and try different restaurants and, um, little, little stuff like that. I like going to the movies. So mo sushi and movies is kind of my ideal date. So that's kind of, uh, what we like to do. And then I know 
at least from time down in Ontario and kind of moved in a little bit here, here in the locker room. You're a big video game guy. Yeah. Big, uh, big was. Fortnite, Call of Duty, was. not so much anymore, <laughs> but you were, were yeah. big when I know you guys would basically all just hop on the sticks and start playing, uh, as a group, do you think that helps bring you guys a little bit closer together as a as a unit? Oh, for sure, and especially uh, you know going to a team where you don't know a lot of guys. I feel like that's how I've formed so many great friendships is kind of through video games. You, you get some guys on the team there, you don't they don't say a word at the rink, and then you get on Xbox and they're the most talkative guy in the world. And you're like, <laughs> hide behind the headset. Yeah, no kidding. So I, you know, it's that's how I still stay close with uh, you know a lot of my good buddies. I've uh, Colton Hargrove, me and him played. Uh, in uh fargo together um he went and played for western michigan and then played for the texas stars uh, a couple years in the american league uh providence bruins who's there for a couple years but after uh after junior i didn't see him again for four or five years but me and him were best friends for you know five six years mm-hmm. he would come to my house in the uh, summers stuff like that so it was like you just stay connected um with old teammates and uh you know meet new teammates through that uh just talking online and it's a pretty crazy world now. Who's the who's the worst player in the locker room when you guys are playing games? Oh God, um, probably Hot Dog Evan. Uh, he's probably uh, he's got to be one of the worst ones for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? He just can't can't figure out too much going on. Yeah, I don't know. He's just uh, every time we hop on Xbox, he's just. Uh, He's kind of the anchor that just pulls the team down. He's always going negative. Tough. Call of Duty. Oh, that's, man. That's tough. That's fire. Yeah. yeah. I love it. All right, man. Well, hey, we can't thank you enough. This is fun getting a little bit of a, a behind-the-scenes look at, uh, at Johnny Brodzinski. So, again, man, thanks, and uh, best of luck down the final stretch. Of course. Thanks. Rolling along. So thank you again to Johnny for joining us a couple weeks back and providing a bit more of an in-depth look at his life. Of course, the big news in the world right now is the coronavirus, and the American Hockey League is right now under an indefinite suspension of its season. And just the other day, the AHL announced it would not resume play, if at all, until May putting the Barracuda season very much in jeopardy. And while we all recognize there are far more important things at this time, we do want to thank everybody for their continued support. I think I can speak on behalf of the entire organization. We wish everybody out there health and happiness as we try to get through this very tough and unique time. Please, again, everybody, continue to wash your hands, don't touch your face, and try to avoid being in contact with people if not completely necessary. We'd also like to remind fans that we'll have part one of our two-part sit-down with Barracuda Ford Anthony Greco kicking off next Tuesday. For now, though, we say stay safe, and we will talk to everyone very, very soon. 